Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 36 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back. And if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. So this week, we return to the area of relationships. To me, relationships are the third most important area of personal development. So just to recap, for me, there are six areas of life that I talk about in personal development, mindset, spirituality, relationships, finance, health and fitness, and professional development. And all the topics I explore fall under one of those areas. When I was writing my initial list of topic ideas for my podcast back in early February this year, this week's topic is one of the first 20 that I came up with. Now, since writing that initial list, it has grown exponentially. Topic ideas come to me out of nowhere sometimes, and I'm forever writing them down and adding them to the list. So why has it taken me so long to bring this topic idea to fruition? Part of it is that I have to really feel what it is that I'm going to be talking about. And the other part is that I want to try to be on point and in tune with what is happening in the world, that I'm not being tone deaf to the times we are living in. So when I realized that my podcast is going to be released on election day, I felt like this would be the perfect topic to explore, that we could all use a little more love right now. With that in mind, let us set the intention for this episode. Normally I have a goal, but this week we will set an intention. And the intention of this episode is to use the line for my opening. Together we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. To use that line to form a wave of the most powerful emotion there is, love. To send the energy from that wave out into the world. Now, approaching everything from a loving attitude and with a loving attitude is not easy and frankly has become harder this year with all of the insanity that is taking place across the globe, right? If nothing else, it is somewhat comforting to know that the challenges we are facing here in the U.S., are being faced by many, many other people in different parts of the world. This really is not an American problem. We are definitely not alone in this struggle. Look, we will never get approaching everything with a loving attitude right all of the time, but if we at least have the intention and give it our best effort, that alone will make a huge difference. Honestly, it is because of the turmoil being felt everywhere and the division that is occurring that we must approach everything with a loving attitude. Love is the most powerful emotion there is and will always overcome the negative ones like hate and anger. Love is always the strongest and therefore the most positive response that you can have. But for some people, love is seen as weakness and hatred and anger as strength. For those people, I can only hope that they see the light one day, that they realize just how wrong they are before it is too late, before they have spent their entire lives in such a place and such a state of unhappiness. And they are unhappy. You know who those people are. My daughter Chloe and I come across them all the time when we are out in public. We see this older person who just exudes, for lack of a better word, grumpiness. It shows in their face, in the way they carry themselves, and in the way they treat others. 
But then we see another elderly person who just radiates a loving attitude, whose smile is so genuine and infectious that you can't help but smile back. And that only comes from having a loving attitude, not just towards others, but towards themselves and life in general as well. Love is empowering for the giver and the receiver. When you've expressed a loving attitude towards someone through an act of kindness or generosity, you know how it makes you feel. You tingle all over with an energy that is unmatched because you are in perfect agreement with your spirit. You have completely connected with another spirit, and that is the recipient of your loving attitude. You have no idea the ripples that are sent out into the universe by that one act, how the recipient of your loving attitude's day will now be affected and how they will treat others. Now contrast that with a hateful attitude, with an act of hate or anger directed towards someone. No one likes to be the recipient of that. And even if the initial response is a ripple that spreads to someone else, like we see with a mob mentality, it is never as powerful as that of love. Here's why. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to be the recipient, and it feels even worse for the giver. When you are constantly in a negative place and giving off negative vibes, which can be powerful, no one wants to be around that. So that right there slows the spread, if you will, of that negativity. And when you realize that you have hurt another, you now feel worse. Love feels good and hate doesn't. Our spirits are always going to choose what feels good. But you can't expect to go from hate to love in a single moment. There is a scale of emotions. I mentioned this in episode 34, and it is so important to understand that I'm now mentioning it again. Jerry and Esther Hicks are a husband and wife team who have written countless books and created many other teaching materials, all based around the teaching of Abraham. And just to understand, Abraham is a non-physical spiritual entity that communicates through Esther. Now, before I get all weirded out here, I have read several of their books and listened to numerous of their open workshops that they've had in the past. And there's nothing weird about this. When you have an open mind, the universe will always reveal things to you. And as I've told you, God is the universe. The best way to describe Abraham is that it is God's wicked sense of humor teaching you about connecting with your spirit and using the power within you to live a life that you want to live. Anyway, back to your emotional guidance scale. One of the essential teachings of Abraham is that our emotions are indicators of our vibrational frequency, which is what others feel when they are around us. And they also indicate when we are in agreement with our spirit, which is source energy or God. The more in agreement with our spirit, the better we feel. So this emotional guidance scale is really a gauge ranging from the worst possible feeling, which would be fear, grief, depression, and a general sense of powerlessness to the ultimate set of feelings, which would encompass joy, empowerment, freedom, and love. And there are the feelings in between those two extremes, like anger, disappointment, boredom, and hopefulness, just to name a few. I'll put the full list on my website and again, give you the link for their books. The important thing is to recognize that you cannot go from the bottom of the list to the top in one felt swoop. You need to reach for the next best feeling that you can attain in that moment and slowly work your way up the scale. The better the feeling, the closer to agreement with your spirit. Love is the only thing that will allow us to look past our differences and our ultimate connection to each other and God. Our spirit's all come from the same magnificent source energy, which is God. They just do. You've heard me say before that personal development is God's ultimate guidance system for us to use. Therefore, it is rooted in love and respect, respect for ourselves and respect for others. 
Love always starts with the self and then goes outward. So in order to have a loving attitude towards others, you must have it for yourself first. If remember, I talked about this way back in episode four, which was the most important relationship is the one you have with yourself. That our relationship with ourselves is really our relationship with our spirit, which is God. And since we are all connected through spirit, that just spills over to our other fellow spirits. So back to personal development for a minute. When you take the time to really practice it and make it an important part of your everyday life, you are giving yourself such an advantage because it is God's ultimate guidance system. It helps you to not only live a life loving one another and showing gratitude for all that we've been given, but for living a life of abundance that is filled with exceeding all of the potential we have inside of us. By being your absolute best, having a loving attitude becomes that much easier. Love is the light onto the only path that leads us to becoming our best selves, to truly understanding where we all come from. And that path is found in your spirit. That is why love is the greatest gift you could ever give someone. So let me give you a few simple ways to help you practice having a loving attitude. First off, practice makes perfect. The more you do it, the better you will get at it. When you use personal development to help you, it just becomes easier and easier. You're actually training your brain by aligning your mindset and your emotions with your spirit so that reacting with a loving attitude becomes second nature. Next, remember, attitude is everything. Don't take things personal. Episode 20 was all about this. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, please go back and do so. Learning this concept is so important for yourself and for your happiness. When you learn to not take things personal, you are in control of your emotions, which is key. Because when you are confronted by someone who is not in the best mood or visibly upset and says something unkind to you, you are able to not react with the same emotion that they gave you. This shifts the energy in the air and opens the door for something better. It allows you to approach them with a loving attitude instead of being on the defensive. Also, practice exercising compassionate empathy. This is when we can find the right balance between logic and emotion, when we can feel another person's pain as if it were happening to us and therefore express the appropriate amount of sympathy, but at the same time remaining in control of our own emotions. This allows us to apply reason to the situation, like not taking things personal. By practicing compassionate empathy, we can make much better decisions and give the right support to someone when and where it is needed. Lastly, always follow the golden rule, which as we all know is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Let's talk about that for a minute. LOL, you should know that every time I say that, let's talk about that for a minute, it is because I really analyze something and have some thoughts to share about the subject. So here's the thing. When I started thinking about the golden rule, if I was acting in a less than ideal way, how would I want someone to treat me? To help answer this, I had to ask myself another question. What would Jesus do? Now, I love this question because as I've told you, my relationship with God is a strong one. I grew up in the church and have read the Bible and am very familiar with the way Jesus treated others and reacted to them. But if you're not, let me tell you this. Jesus was frank and honest, but always came from a loving place, from wanting the other person to be their absolute best. He knew how to empower the other person to be their best and to turn to God when you needed help with that. So coming from that perspective, I would want someone to lovingly, and that is the key, point out that I'm not acting as my best right now 
that they know what my best looks like and that in this moment can see that I am struggling with finding that. That they have the confidence in me to get back to that place and if I need their help, they are there for me. By recognizing that whatever the other person is going through almost always has nothing to do with you, you can then help that person with a loving attitude, one that doesn't make them feel less than, but in fact empowers them to be their best self again to come back into alignment with their spirit and that you are there to support them should they need it. So as we get ready to wrap up this episode, I just want to talk about hate for a moment. I want you to think about hatred as a temptation. When you come across it, don't fall for it. Hate can be tricky. It can be disguised as all sorts of things, but always comes from a place of fear, anger, or sense of injury, as in taking things personal. People who have lost their way will use their hate to get you to follow them by playing on your fears and insecurities. Don't follow them. Don't allow their fears to become yours. By knowing yourself inside and out, staying connected to your spirit and practicing a loving attitude, you will be in a better position to spot hate when you see it and then to lead instead of follow. And I'm sorry, but God does not expect us to lay down like sheep for the slaughter. If he did, we would be sheep. Lead by example. When you have a loving attitude, it shows. People feel it and they can't help but be attracted to it. Like attracts like. You can say, I love you without ever saying the words. Sometimes people need to hear the words, but more often than not, people just need to feel the love from another without judgment. Okay, my fellow seekers, I know we covered a lot here today, but I just want you to know that at our very core, we are always love, that the well is never empty, and there's an infinite source to draw from. Be sure to catch episode seven of Kick-Ass Everyday TV, where we will talk all about emotional intelligence, what it is, and how to develop and strengthen yours. Have a great week, and don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe so that we can continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time.